next guest, our time being quarter to five, was inspired to start a business after a trip to the supermarket where she found the eggs on the retail shelf were too expensive. Since that fateful day in 2012, she decided to buy 10 layer chickens and started a small farm in her backyard. Since then, she has managed to expand her egg production business from selling to neighbors to supplying retail outlets where she used to buy eggs. She's also stepped into the vegetable production and uh, launched a graduate training program. So we welcome Beverly Mklabani now, Managing Director of Zappa Holdings. Beverly, how are you? I'm very fine, Asalan. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Thank you so much. Apologies for that mix-up. And uh, uh, let's get straight to it. So, yes, ma'am. Beverly, you started in 2012 and you thought, no, these eggs are too expensive. I'm sure there's a way around making sure that uh, we get to have what we need, the eggs, but at a more affordable price. What did it take then, besides getting 10 layer chickens, for you to start and get this off the ground? You know, I mean, as, as, as you've mentioned um, in the introduction, it, it, I got into farming by pure accident. But I suppose, you know, when you're destined to do something, um, it will find you somewhere. So mm. uh, I think it takes um, pre- uh, passion, hard work, and, and you know, the love of what you're doing, you know. Um, as we've mentioned, yes, I started in 2012 by, by, by buying 10 layers. And then how I got into a, a, probably going towards commercial I actually bought a land, and my intention with that land was to actually do residential, uh, to convert it into a residential property. However, um, that area, because it's an agricultural holding area, um, I couldn't without rezoning. And rezoning to residential property was going to take a long time and a lot of money. Mm. So, and then... um, in my other job, I used to travel across Africa. And then I was in Zambia at, at, at one point, and driving around Zambia, I actually saw these cages. And I went into this uh, a, a farm, and I asked, what are they doing there? And then they told me that, no, they, they're producing eggs. And I had never seen a commercial farm before. Oh. So I was really curious. So I came back to South Africa, and, and I found a company that actually produces those cages. And I went to them, and then I asked, man, how much are these things? They had a demo version outside, and I said, can I have it? And they refused. Because the brand new ones were expensive. So uh, I left them. Two weeks later, I went to that man, and I said, listen, I want that thing. And he refused. After about two months, I went again, and then this man was like, Beverly, I'm tired of you, just take it. And then I took it, I converted my, my garage, um, and I had 165 chickens. Okay, so talk to us and, through that uh, setup then. What, what is needed? Because we know chickens to be quite sensitive yes. animals. So with their layers, they sit in a cage. You, they don't roam around and, and yes. find food and all of basically, that. Yeah, basically you've got a few types of, of, of how you can rear chickens. There's what is called free range, where they roam around. And then, uh, actually, big commercial farms, what they do, they do battery cages. So they sit in a cage mm. where they get fed, and then they get water in the, in, the, in the cage. So I opted for that system. And the reason for that is because you can actually get 
a high density of chickens in a, a, a smaller footprint. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's why, how, why I opted for that. But however, that option is very expensive. I mean, to set up, as an example, to set up a, a house that can take about 5,000 chickens, you need something like one and a half baths to set up a, a house like that. So it, it, it's a very expensive infrastructure up front. And um, I think the other challenge as well for you to, to transition to commercial, you need to have um, things like uh, environmental impact assessment done on the property, mm-hmm. uh, basically that talks to how you handle the waste, how you handle you know, the, the biosecurity and all, all sorts of things. And then you need to have water use license. That's actually one of the challenges that actually hinders uh, small emerging farmers to get into commercial because, as an example, for EIA alone, you need something like, depending on where you do it or who is consulting to do it with, it's anything between eighty and 150000 just to do an EIA. Mm. And then you need to have water use license. And those 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 um, uh, papers, they can take you anything between 9 to 18 months. So where are you now? What stage are you? Are you at commercial uh, stage? I'm, I'm actually transitioning to commercial stage now. Awesome. Uh, so, I, I, I currently have a capacity of about 7,000 layers. Awesome. Wow. From 10 to 7,000. That's uh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. The yeah. house, then, what uh, um, are the observations there? What do you need to make sure, temperature-wise? Yeah, you need space. Uh, what, what I've got is I don't have a fully controlled environment house. I've got a house that is, you know, you just open and close the curtains. And you need to make sure that the temperature is is, is at a certain at, at, at a certain degree. However, the layers are very um, forgiving than broilers. Broilers are the meat, meat chickens. Yes. Yeah, the, the layers are very forgiving. Uh, they don't, they don't, they're not as sensitive as is, is, is the broiler. So that's why I opted for it. Okay. Because that, 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 that's an easier, I found it an easier, an easier entry um, yeah. a, a, to the chicken market. Yeah. However, the broiler, the, sorry? What is the best uh, stage then at which one needs to buy layers? At what age? Okay. You, there's, there's, there's uh, quite a long chain that you can do. You can actually have a, 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 a hatchery where you hatch the chicks and you sell them at day old and then you can raise them and and the layers depending on the breed they they start laying eggs between 16 to 19 weeks uh-huh. so I the breed that I'm using is called Loman Brown I buy them at point of lay so they are at about a, a, a 19 weeks when I buy them I don't I don't I don't raise chickens because that's another a ball game, we, uh, uh, the different, the different uh, way of setting up the farm. So I get my chickens at point of lay, so when they are ready to lay, mm. and then they lay for about a, 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 a eighty to ninety weeks, and then from there I sell them at at, at ninety weeks at, as as hard bodies, what what's called hypobodies, meet as a rep. Okay, so at least you do sell them then once they start, they, they're not productive anymore. In months, yes. what is 90 weeks? It's about one and a half years. One and a half, oh, so about 12, yeah. 13 months. Yeah. 
Okay, so I mean, it would take a bit longer then to raise layers. It's almost double of what it takes for a broiler to to be yeah. productive, or to yes. be to be meaty yeah, and, and to be sold for that. Okay, but I mean, it's worth it because then you you have these for thirteen months laying eggs. On average, how much does one lay? How many eggs? One egg. So an average layer lays an egg every twenty six to twenty seven hours. So roughly one once a day. Then going to market, then with selling your eggs, how what process was that like? Um, basically, I just went, went and knocked at doors. Um, just go there and show them the product, and 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 um, um, uh, they take it or they don't take it. it. It's a little bit of a challenge if you are a small, you know, a small uh, farmer. Yeah, because now as, we must also a, get packaging on top of that. Yes, yes, yes. You must have packaging, and the quality of the packaging must be a certain standard. And and obviously, because you're dealing with food, um, you have to grade it. So so there's there's a bit of, of a process for you to get your product to the market. However, what is fortunate with me, I'm actually five kilometers from a township, so I've got my little outlet mm. as well. So that that helps. But I actually supply a, a, a supermarket as well, but it's a franchise supermarket. I'm not supplying through the distribution through the formal the formal market because uh, for you to actually get into the formal market, there's a lot of certification that is required, which is another hindrance for 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 for, for, for emerging well, farmers well, because well. your facilities are not to the standard that they want, where you have to be audited and all that. However. Um, uh, uh, you know, this is this is what you know the the, the 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 supermarket space can actually assist emerging farmers to get to the standards that they want to get to. Mm. Uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, I alluded earlier the the kind of uh, 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 money that is required to set up an infrastructure is quite high. You know, there's a whole lot of talk uh, by the government trying to help emerging farmers and everything, and sometimes. Uh, the departments are not are not are not uh, aligned, you know, mm. to assisting. You talk of there's a whole lot of money that is out there that they talk about, but it's not aligned. Like as an example, I applied to get funding in 2019. With all you know, the, this I've, I've mentioned the, the legalities that are required to get to commercial. Mm. At the, the departments that actually give you a go ahead. To get those EIAs and the water use licenses, they take forever for you to get those things. My application has been on the system from 2019. I got approval sometime this year. Even now, they haven't dispersed because of one thing or the other. So, so I, I just hope that the, somebody in the government is actually listening to say uh, there are farmers out there that are ready to actually be commercial, but the hindrance is the infrastructure. And there's money out there mm. uh, to assist. However, they take too long and the bureaucracy is just too much. Yeah. Anyway, on the positive note is um, whether or not, I mean, in my case, whether or not somebody is coming to fund me, I'm going ahead. And with the little uh, uh, profit that we get from the farm, we, we just, you know, going ahead and, 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 and making sure that we secure the food in the, in the country. I mean, we saw during the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, and we love that you've got this graduate training program. So what's part yes. of the curriculum there? Okay, so what, what I do, um, 
Um, initially, uh, what uh, I actually I, I get graduates from uh, your Technicon. They come and do the in-service training at, at, at the farm, and I show them how to run, how to set up the, the, the poultry, and give them sort of um, training experience. And, and then the, the, the Department of, Health, uh, of, of Agriculture and Housing as well, they, they recruit graduates, and then what they do is they would plant them in different farms. Mm. And then we train them how to how to run run a farm. My farm is actually a mixed farm. I've got vegetables as well, so I do vegetables on the side as well. Yeah. But I supply to local supermarkets and hawkers around 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 my area. So I do crop as well, and um, I'm currently busy with the the, the agricultural to be actually accredited so that mm-hmm. I can get an accredited you know um, qualification. To create your own feed as well for for this yeah, yeah, feed yeah. can be also an expense. Yes, and before before COVID, the other thing that I used to do, um, I used to to run a a, a primary school. A, um, a holiday program where I would partner with a local school and I bring the children to the farm because awesome. a, a lot yes because a lot of children don't even know where you come from. Mm. That's so that's would, amazing. How do people get in touch with you then? Those who want to be part of your graduate training program, and then on the other yeah. side, the ones who want to buy. Yeah, the ones who, you can call me. Uh, my number is zero eight two nine two four two three double four. Or email me at bev.mshabani at gmail.com. Bev.mshabani at gmail.com and yes. 082-924-2344. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much and for all you're I'll, doing, Kimberly. And I'd welcome somebody who would want to come and help me uh, uh, grow my, my uh, uh, this business. Because as I said, I've got ELA. Mm. And I've been approved to actually expand to 120,000 chickens. Awesome. Thank you so much. So and, uh, and it will grow. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you're so, you're so driven. And all that you've done in this short space of time, we salute you. Beverly Chabane, Managing Director of Zappa Holdings. The quote of the day says today, When I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. When I let go of what I have, I receive what I am.